The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Ken and Cheryl here with Bill Crawford, Ph.D., and author of Life from the Top of the Mind, A Radical New Approach to Overcoming Stress. And uh, we've got a really exciting show for you today. Uh, before we get to that, uh, we'd like to announce that we have created seven free videos for you, our listeners, that will help you get a better job, better pay, and a better life. To access these free videos, simply go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. Well, as the unemployment rate rises and those with jobs are required to do more with less, the nation's stress level has really hit a high. Uh, did Did you know that advice such as don't worry, just stay calm, not only doesn't help, but can actually make stress worse. We'll learn new information on the nature of stress and how the brain processes information. Our guest today will explain how to regain control in any situation, shift from the lower 20% of the brain to the upper 80%, uh, define ourselves on purpose in any situation, and bring this more purposeful perspective to all aspects of life. Listen in for practical information that can help you overcome stressful situations and improve your career and life. Uh, I'd like to give just a brief introduction on Bill's background. Bill Crawford holds a doctorate in psychology from the University of Houston, is a licensed psychologist, author of four books, organizational consultant, and life coach. Over the last 25 years, he has delivered over 3,200 presentations for such organizations as Sprint, Shell, the Texas Medical Center, PBS, and many other organizations and professional associations nationwide. He has a unique perspective on achieving success that he calls life from the top of the mind, and he shares this philosophy with humor and energy. His two PBS specials have been seen by over 15 million people, and he's been quoted as an expert in such diverse publications as the New York Times, Entrepreneur, Working Mother, in, uh, Investors Business Daily, as well as, it, well as Cosmopolitan. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, Cheryl and Ken. Great to be here. Looking forward to talking about all this. Well, I've been fascinated by your work for a long time, Bill, and it's really great to have you with us. You have a unique upbringing that is very pertinent to your work and our topic today. Would you like to share a little bit how you got into this field? Sure. You know, when I was, whenever you grow up, you never know this is your training, but I actually grew up, my dad was a recovering alcoholic, and my mom was active in Al-Anon. 
And we were very involved in AA, so much uh, to the point where if you looked up Alcoholics Anonymous in the Kilgore, Texas phone book, you found our home phone number. So <laughs> I grew up in an AA home and really watching how helping other people can really help create a more purposeful life. And as you say, I wasn't aware that this was training, but I think it really did influence what I do now. Well, not too many people start training for their career path at such a young age, but your experience does demonstrate the uh, impact that our childhood experiences um, have on whom we become. In fact, your research into the brain and psychology shows how important the links between what we believe our experiences and our behaviors really are. Can you give us just a brief overview of how the brain works that is the basis for what we're going to be talking about today? Sure. In many ways, how the brain works is very complex, but I've tried to narrow it down or simplify it to help other people who are wanting to become more influential in their life really understand it. And that basically looks at three parts of the brain, the lower part called the brain stem, the middle called the limbic system, and the upper 80% called the neocortex. Each of these has different functions. The brain stem regulates our blood pressure, heart rate, uh, breathing. Limbic system acts as a kind of a scanner and a router. It scans incoming data and then routes it either up to the neocortex or down to the brainstem. The neocortex is where our interpersonal skills, problem-solving skills, clarity, confidence, and creativity come from. Excellent. Well, that's, that's in a nutshell. That's, <laughs> that defines the book right there. And I'm looking at the cover here, Bill. And it's got this serene picture of like you're looking out onto uh, a sunset with this uh, futuristic-looking model of a person's head. But you, you really do make it very easy to understand the, the brain uh, research that's been done. And I've uh, read many books that uh, address that. I think uh, I need to compliment you on the excellent way that you presented that in a way that it's very understandable for folks. Thanks. I tried to, that's my goal because all of this can be very, very complex. I, I got the idea as I was going through my graduate work at U of H and also uh, looking at Daniel Goleman's work on emotional intelligence. And all of this kind of speak to this, but I didn't see anywhere where it was really made simple or, or I like to say made usable to people who want to have more influence in their life. Bill, well, if this I understanding can, let me jump of in, how uh, the brain works, Bill, uh, when confronting with stressors, uh, stressors that are in our work and life, uh, what do you mean then by life from the top of the mind? Well, the idea, as, as I talk about in the book, is that data, what we see, what we hear, what we experience, comes into our awareness, into the, in that scanner router part, that limbic system. If the limbic system senses a situation or a person or uh, any kind of external uh, stimuli as problematic, stressful, um, a, a threat in any way, it throws that data down into that lower part of the brain. That brain then reacts with a fight-or-flight response that everybody's heard about, but it's also a chemical change in our body. 
And therefore, this anger, this frustration, this resentment is very common that all of us experience pretty much on a daily basis. What I help people understand is this is just really generated by this lower 20% of the brain. And if we're in a fight-or-flight situation, that's exactly what we need. You know, I always tell people, if someone's coming at you with a hatchet, you either get your own hatchet or you run away. You know, it's a perfectly healthy response. Bill, what I, um, you and I talked briefly before the show started about our background. Charles and I both uh, have undergraduates and double masters, and we taught college, and then we went into business. And for the benefit of the audience, I'd like to kind of uh, lay out some practical issues in addition to what you're covering, which is absolutely critical. But a lot of times people don't understand the application in real life. Our book, Job Search Total System, is about achieving better job, better pay, better life, and the other thing that we are focusing on is helping people double, triple, quadruple their compensation package. We've done it for years. We know how to do it. And this is the most exciting thing for us relative to our audience. But my, my question for you is this. From a stress standpoint or from an understanding standpoint, what is it that causes people to truly buy into a concept such as achieving better job, better pay, better life, or a doubling, tripling, or quadrupling your compensation package. What goes through their head or through their brain that causes them to either want to do it or not want to do it? Well, I'm sure, boy, if you ask any person on the planet, would you want to do that, they would answer yes. Absolutely. But there's something that's getting in the way, and I think that's where this whole how the brain works concept can be really helpful because most people think it's this external situation that's keeping them from achieving what they want. And then when they try to change this external situation, a person or a job or whatever, and they can't, that just becomes more frustrating. So what I help them do is understand how the frustration, the anger, the stress is a signal, kind of like a little light on our dashboard, a signal that something needs to change. And then I give them the tools to shift into that part of the brain where they can begin to get what they want, access programs such as yours and mine, because they're coming from the solution focus versus the problem focus, focus part of the brain. So that's really what you mean by top of the mind is that cerebral cross, uh, cortex being at the top, that instead of getting into the, the uh, cycle at the bottom of the brain where you're always in the fear and flight and, and fight kind of mode, you can stop yourself and and just redirect to thinking your your problem through and coming up with viable solutions. Yes, because you now know that it's not this person or situation that is causing me stress. It's how this middle part of the brain is routing information. And so when they know how to change the routing, change that scanner and routing software, so to speak, so that it is routed up to the most intelligent, capable, purposeful part of their brain, they become more successful. So, Bill, back to my question. You're saying that everyone has a capability to achieve better job, better pay, better life, and it's just a matter of rerouting or changing or figuring it out or being willing to work harder, smarter, longer to make it happen. True? True, and here's the difference between when, when you say and other people say smarter, harder, longer, what I want them to do real specifically is to be able to identify the reason that I am stuck, the reason I'm confused, the reason I'm not getting what I want. is because I'm bringing this lower part of the brain to try to solve a top-of-the-mind problem. 
So that gives people a sense of, okay, this is not, this is something I can understand. It's something I can influence. Now let me access my best and bring it to life versus just work harder. Sometimes harder just makes you more stressed. Unless you're doing the wrong things. But if you're doing the right things, it causes you to get there much quicker. It does, and when you can access the part of the brain that is good at doing the right things, that makes that success come faster. So from the standpoint of um, having people buy into, and again, we have 12,000, 15,000 listeners right now. For these 12,000, 15,000 listeners to actually buy into what we're saying and actually do it, what are the specific steps they need to take? They need to first understand that any challenge they've experienced in the past is probably 90% due to the fact that they've been stuck in a part of the brain that can't address that challenge. That allows them to kind of get away from their sense of the past as a failure, past experiences as failures, and instead begin to see, okay, well, yeah, when you try to have this part of the brain address a complex issue, it just can't do it. Now, what we haven't talked about, and I think is maybe a good thing to go to, is, okay, now that I know that, how do I shift to this part of the brain? You just can't go, there's no uh, switch you can flip to get there. You've got to know how to get there. Okay, now one more question, and this this is fascinating, because this is what it's all about for both of us. Mm -hmm. What percentage of the population, either listening to our show or people who are in the work environment, what percentage of people do you think we can hope to get to actually do what we're suggesting? Depends on what percentage is ever felt stressed, frustrated, stuck, or confused. I'm guessing that's a lot. And what percentage wants to move past those feelings to more clarity, confidence, and creativity? I'm guessing that's a lot. Now, of course, this is easier said than done, but if you can see the past experience as just good information, versus what someone made you feel or your own failure to cope. That's a big uh, step toward moving toward the solution. So ballpark, we could uh, just real ballpark numbers. Do you think we could hope to bring half of our audience on board or a quarter or a third, more than that? I mean, just, I know it's an impossible question, but I'm just trying to get a handle on what percentage of the population or our audience are actually willing to do it and can do it. Everybody can do it, and I think everybody wants to do it. I don't think people know how to do it. All right. So that's well, that's what, what I find so helpful about your book, Bill, because it is hopeful. I mean, it does give people hope to say, you know, th- I don't need to be trapped in these problems, these issues, and feel like the environment and people are controlling me. I can gain control, and you've given a methodology that gives people hope. And when people have hope, then they can make that commitment. It's when they don't have hope or they think they can't do it or it's too overwhelming or whatever issue um, that's, that's blocking them that, um, that makes them feel defeated. I agree. And, you know, what I find is this particular method that I've created really seems to appeal to those folks who want more than just, you know, don't worry, be happy, um, you know, everything will be fine, but are looking for a real clear model for achieving these qualities and characteristics. Oh, well, when boy. we get back from break, we're going to have Bill give us some very specific strategies to deal more effectively with stress and become more successful as a result. So stay tuned.
opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Bill Crawford, author of Life from the Top of the Mind. And we're talking about a a uh, practical way to, and really a radical new approach to overcoming stress. Well, Bill, throughout your book, um, Top of the Mind, or Life from the Top of the Mind, you uh, mentioned the quotation by Albert Einstein, problems cannot be solved at the same level of awareness that created them. 
Why is that so important to realize? Because I think it helps us understand why we find ourselves stuck in a cycle of stress, frustration, resentment, anger, whatever that negative emotion is, or hopelessness or confusion. When we see the external situation or person as the cause of our negative emotion or behavior, we have to then change it or them to feel differently. We try to, we can't, we feel worse, we're in the cycle, and that's trying to solve the problem at the same level of awareness that created it. What I like to do is help people understand how what's really going on is the brain is processing information in a very specific way. That's that new information we need to be able to shift how we think, feel, and act. So you present the case really right from the beginning that when we look at stressors as the cause of our problems or stress, Mm -hmm. we essentially become the effect Exactly. So explain a little bit more what you mean about that and how we can take this new approach and gain control of situations more effectively. Yeah, really good point. Because a lot of people, it's very common to hear people say, man, work really stresses me out or uh, this person really makes me angry. And in some way what we're saying is a situation, an external person or situation, has the power to, in a sense, define me, control me. Now, people wouldn't say that right off the bat, but that cause and effect component, when we make them the cause, we become the effect. When we can see the external situation as the trigger, not the cause, but the trigger, Mm -hmm. and we can see the limbic system, this router, scanner, middle part of the brain, as either sending data down to the brainstem or up to the neocortex, that allows us to become the cause or, again, become more influential in the qualities and characteristics we access to deal with the situation. So at the top of the show, I mentioned that when we get stressed and all worked up, people will often say to us, calm down. Yeah to which we often react with even more stress behavior. So how can the serenity prayer help us to actually calm down and take the new tack that you're talking about? Well, as you mentioned, you know, I grew up in this AA home, and when you grow up in an AA home, the serenity prayer is everywhere. The reason people have trouble with relax and calm down or calm down, don't worry, is it doesn't give them any sense that they're being effective. It almost sounds like they're giving up or backing off in some ways. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to do that. They want to step forward and make some changes. When we couple the serenity prayer, we begin to look at, okay, what about this situation? Will it take serenity for me to accept? And what about this situation? Will it take courage for me to change? So asking those two questions allows us to identify where we want to begin to focus our attention versus bang up against this person or situation that just isn't going to change. Bill, let's talk, if we can, about, again, another practical matter. We have uh, about 10% unemployment right now. Um, depending upon where you are in the country, it's sometimes uh, 15 20 25%. Um, many people are unemployed, but even those who are employed oftentimes are very dissatisfied. One of the things I have is what I call a job dissatisfaction index. I've created it, and I find that uh, sometimes 50%, even 75% of people in their jobs are dissatisfied. So people say, boy, you have a job, you must be happy. And they're saying just the opposite. I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied, and I do need to achieve better job, better pay, better life. But how can we get them to make that next step? Yeah, and it's the whole idea of being able to look at this dissatisfaction as good information about what you're doing and where you are that isn't working. 
Um, people have a tendency to say, I'm dissatisfied because of this job I'm in, or I'm dissatisfied because I don't have a job. And if they can't change jobs today or get a new job today, they feel stuck. If they go, okay, what if this dissatisfaction is good information? How can I then access the qualities and characteristics that I'm going to need to make a change and then move forward in that way? And that's where I go into my real specific models for accessing these qualities and characteristics. But will they actually do it? Will they actually take that next step? Or will they just sit there as most people do and just say, oh, well, I'm just stuck and I, you know, one of these days maybe I'll get another job or maybe I'll finally get fired and then I can finally do something. It, it, it almost seems like people have to get kicked in the butt in order to do something. Yeah, and, you know, that's that whole, you know, people don't change until it becomes too painful not to things exactly. in some ways. Yeah. What I like to do, and it's one of the reasons that I've created my book in a developmental way. In other words, it starts simple, it starts easy, very doable, and then it progresses. When people can say, okay, I can do this, and they can identify this is something I can do, then the doing of that leads them to the next step and the next step and the next step. So I don't say, okay, to... To become successful, you've got to uh, shift to the top of the mind. Well, that, yeah, how do you do that? I tell them a real specific model for doing it, which anybody can do anywhere. Well, let's start uh, describing it a little bit, because um, I think we've got people just anticipating. They're sitting at the end of the ed- edge of their chair here. <laughs> what <laughs> is it? Even what know is what it? that what model is. So how can we break out of that, that uh, bottom-of-the-mind stress mode? All right. So the first thing is to look, notice that cycle of conflict. Notice and, and just now that know that that's coming from the lower 20% of the brain. Good information. The first model I have is how, when you notice that, how do you shift from this lower part of the brain to the upper part of the brain and actually change the chemical makeup of your body from cortisol to endorphins and serotonin. The first step in this first model is something body can, somebody can do anything, anywhere, and that is breathe on purpose. Now, I know take a deep breath <laughs> has been pretty standard uh, advice. And people go, man, if I just breathe deeper, I'm just going to hyperventilate sooner or later because that doesn't change anything. The reason I start there is this, number one, it's something we can control. So we want to start moving from out of control to control. Plus, normally the part of the brain that controls our breathing is the lower 20%, that brain stem. When we breathe deeply on purpose, that is generated by the upper 80% or the neocortex, and it's the first very doable step toward having that part of the brain take over because it's actually regaining control from the lower part of the brain. The next step is we want to deal with the muscle tension that goes along with this uh, kind of tense, uptight way of being. So you pair your breathing with the term relax. So it's take a deep breath, say the word relax on the exhale. Normally, muscle tension is driven by this lower 20% of the brain. When the upper 80% gives a command to the body to relax and brings in that concept of serenity, what do I change? What do I accept? It begins to have the neocortex take over now two functions normally controlled by the brainstem. So when I do my uh, seminars in like six weeks installments, the first thing I have people do for the first week is when they're st- stressed, do this. Take a really deep breath and say the word relax because those particular steps now are actively engaging the upper 80% of the brain. However, that's just the first two steps. That's not going to solve all the problems. Because when we're st- 
stuck in this lower 20%, we're also talking to ourselves in a very specific way or blaming others in a very specific way or asking questions like, what is wrong with this situation? What is wrong with this person? Or what is wrong with me? Those are what I call brainstem questions, and they keep us stuck in that lower 20% of the brain. So the third step in this model for shifting is you breathe, you relax, and you ask what I call a neocortex question, one question that can only be answered by the upper 80% of the brain. The most simple of those is, how would I rather be feeling? You know, if you're feeling stressed or frustrated or stuck, if, how would you rather be feeling? When I ask this to my participants, they say things like, well, gosh, I don't know, happy, confident, uh, uh, all those things, just good stuff. And in, in doing so, they begin to, again, all of those happy, confident qualities come from that upper part of the brain. So they're now asking a certain question that is designed to engage that part of the brain. So these are the first three steps. Breathe, relax, ask neocortex questions. Then one of the things most people are doing when they're stuck in the lower part of the brain is they're worrying about some stressor, some situation, some person. Very common, very understandable. But worry just has us imagining this problem, the, the pain it's going to cause, and running that over and over and over in our mind sticks us in that lower part of the brain. And any image we hold in our mind creates a corresponding chemical effect in our body. If I, if I encourage you to imagine biting into a lemon, and I do this in the book and in my seminars, and I take them through this little exercise, most people are scrunching up their face. I mean, they they're, they're have muscle reactions and saliva producing from imagining biting into a lemon. Now, they know they're not biting into a lemon, but any image we hold in our mind creates a corresponding chemical effect in our body and engages a very specific part of the brain. So once people have breathed and relaxed to regain control, ask that question of how they'd rather be feeling and allowed a couple of thoughts or words to come to mind, happy, content, uh, satisfied, whatever. Now they want to begin to imagine dealing with a particular stressor in this very purposeful way. And the nice thing about our imagination is we have total control of our imagination. Bill, what's fascinating about what you're saying is... Um, Can we just have a few seconds here, and I know you have one more uh, step. Bill, why don't you get that in quickly, and we'll uh, talk more about it in the next segment. All right. Once you've breathed, relax, ask this question, and imagine use this very powerful tool, then you want to notice the change, because you've just created four to five neocortex steps, and by the last step noticed, you will now be feeling differently. You will have shifted, plus the model spells brain. Breathe, relax, ask, imagine, and notice. I love it. Well, when we get back from break, we'll, uh, Bill will share more insight in this top-of-the-mind strategy, so stay tuned. experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com 
and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. An ordinary sunny day. An ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids. And they were doing nothing. They were couch slouching. They were rug imitating. And lazy minute after... Lazy minute was passing them by. When suddenly... Huh? Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players don't get lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We're with Bill Crawford, and he's talking about life from the top of the mind. And in our last segment, he presented his model for breaking out of our stress modes, which spells brain. Breathe, relax, ask, imagine, and then notice the change. Sound simple? (laughs) Well, actually, in the total system, we talk about our cycle of success and the importance of positive thinking. Essentially, we're telling people under the stress of job loss to refocus on the positive things in their careers, their accomplishments, their skills, uh, what they do, what can do to market themselves. In fact, this morning I met with a company that uh, is going to be uh, um, divesting their oil and gas properties and 
you know, a, a large number of people are going to be impacted. There in front of me sat people in their stress mode, let me tell you. Mm. And what I shared with them was exactly this. They haven't lost their job. They haven't lost their skill, or they have lost their job, but they haven't lost their skills or their accomplishments and uh, what they can take to market themselves. And essentially, Bill, you're teaching people to redirect the negative energy that they might be feeling um, and to change it to something they can control. Yes, and what makes my work different from other professionals who do a wonderful job out there of helping people redirect their negative energy to positive, I really tie it to uh, the bottom of the brain brings certain experience and the top of the mind brings another. So it, what people seem to tell, they tell me after seminars and reading the book is, hey, th- now I finally understand where, what think positively means, that it actually means engage a very specific part of the brain. And, Bill, you know what's so exciting about this is that there are so many questions that you have, we have, everyone has about how to actually make this work. But one of the things that we continually focus on, not only in our book but in our seminars, is that, as an example, most people listen to this and they think you're out of your mind. We say to people, if you follow our system to the letter and do exactly what we say in job search, the total system, getting terminated can be the best thing that ever happened to you, not the worst thing. Share with our audience your reaction to that and how it impacts the brain and how the brain is involved in that process. Sure. I think when something happens in our life, like when we lose a job, it's very understandable to see that as a negative and a problem. And I think often when we look back at some of the situations that didn't work out in our lives and what happened after that, we can almost always see that often it helped us move from one place where we were kind of stuck to another. And yet, just that knowledge isn't enough to have people go, yippee, I've lost my job. That's the best thing that ever happened to me. And that's what I think when they can go, okay, the reason that I'm feeling this sense of stuckness or lack of confidence is because, hey, this router scanner software is really kind of directing my thoughts to the fight-or-flight part of the brain. I can't fight it. I can't run from it, so I just feel stuck. As I begin to use these developmental models, and remember we've got one model for shifting, another more complex model for how to stay in the top of the mind once you've shifted there. So once I begin to work through these models, look at systems such as yours, now I've got tools that I can use, and it's not just wishing and hoping. And see, that's where people having a follow-up is so critical. And let me give you an example. People go to a motivational, inspirational message from a very well-known Houston pastor who gives them an inspiring presentation, and boy, just they feel like they can walk on water when they leave there. The problem is that feeling goes away. And when it goes away and they go back home, and that good feeling starts to dissipate, they don't have a system to go to to follow up to make it happen. True? True. And that's why, you know, people say, are you a motivational speaker? And I always go, well, (laughs) not really. What I want to do is give people information on how they can become more influential in their lives. And I've never met anyone who doesn't want to be more influential. And so this system component in my work and in your work I think is a real key 
because people can inspire us, but unless we have a process that we can now then take and use, it'll just, uh, we'll feel worse because we get inspired and then we become uninspired. And, and the same thing happens in corporations. You know, I used to teach motivation and sales training and all kinds of things. And you teach a three-day seminar, everybody's pumped up. They take your three-ring binders, put it on, take it home, put it on a shelf, and never see it again. That's right. And... Uh, the seminar ends on Friday, Monday morning, they forgot what they learned, and all of a sudden they're back in the same old rut that they were on Friday. Yeah, because life is very powerful in its habits, and we have our own habits, habitual ways of thinking, habitual ways of doing things, and if we don't actively change those, then we will continue to do what we've always done. That's why the second uh, part of my uh, system about how to stay there helps us look at our habits, our beliefs, uh, and ask ourselves some questions about whether or not they're really serving us. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the next uh, strategy. You call it the three C's, uh, Bill. Yes, and that's that clarity, confidence, and creativity. And I think when anybody's look, and they can look back and see how they've been stuck in a particular cycle of stress or frustration, they can recognize there is very little clarity, confidence, or creativity. And the reason that doesn't exist in stressful situations and cycles is because clarity, confidence, and creativity are neocortex or top-of-the-mind concepts. So when you use the brain model, you become more clear about how your brain processes information. You become more confident in your ability to shift up there. And then you can begin, okay, how do I use this clarity and confidence to stay in this uh, top-of-the-mind perspective? And uh, essentially, that's what we're, and that's what I shared this morning with this group of employees, is that by um, clarifying their situation, we help, and I'm took them through the steps of the total system. We're going to help them, first of all, assess what it is they want to do, what are they really good at, what is their passion, and, how, and what kind of opportunities would they like to target. So we help them to define or clarify that purpose and then give them a step-by-step approach to achieving it. So you talk a lot about purpose as well. Why is clarifying purpose so essential and what are the four questions that you use to help us do that? Right. One of the things that I found is that people don't feel stressed, angry, frustrated, stuck, confused on purpose, deliberately. I ask people that, and they say, no, no, we just found ourselves doing it. So in a sense of purpose, there's a sense of deliberateness. And so what I've done is I've created what I call four criteria. And there are four neocortex questions that I think are pretty powerful because they can do two things. They can, number one, help us evaluate from a top-of-the-mind perspective whether or not we want to stay feeling and thinking how we're thinking. And if we decide, no, we don't, it also allows us then to access and create new ways of thinking and feeling that are more neocortex, top-of-the-mind in nature. The first question is just what I said. Am I thinking or feeling this on purpose? Did I decide to think or feel this? And when we're feeling stressed and frustrated and angry, most people would say no. The second one looks at effectiveness. How's it working for me? Is it really helping me create the experience of life I want? Most people would say stress, frustration, anger, while understandable, isn't very effective. The third one gets very, very interesting. It says, is it making the statement I want to make about who I am? I love a quote that says, every thought, emotion, and action is a statement about who we are and who we are becoming. 
So most people, I think, wouldn't want to define themselves as stressed, frustrated, angry. That's not the statement they want to make about who they are. But when we say, man, this traffic stresses me out, or this person really makes me angry, we're allowing some external person or situation to make us feel a certain way or define us, and we don't want to do that. So most people would say, no, it doesn't make the statement I would make about who I am. Now, the fourth question I really love, because I think it just bottom lines everything. It says, would I teach this thought, emotion, or action to a child? I just love that as a parent or anybody who's ever worked with kids or loves kids. See, I don't know anybody on the planet that would teach their children, someone they love, to be stressed, frustrated, angry, stuck, confused. So these four neocortex questions say, no, I'm not doing this purposefully. It's not really working for me. It's certainly not making the statement I want to make about who I am. And no, I would never teach this to someone I love. So you flip those and say, okay, what if I were dealing with this particular situation, say loss of a job? in a way that is deliberate, purposeful, in a way that I think would be more effective, in a way that does make the statement I want to make about who I am, and in a way I would teach to someone I love. What would that look like? That automatically has us accessing this upper 80% of the brain because these are neocortex questions, and the qualities and characteristics and behaviors that follow can be very helpful. Well, that's excellent. We're going to need to take another break here, but when we come back, we'll share another uh, power uh, model that uh, I think is very helpful as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. And now a weather update. Winds out of the south-southeast at nine miles an hour. Citizens of America, this is a message from FeedThePig.org. Do not be alarmed. We are here to help you save yourself. According to public records, Americans spent more money than they earned in 2005. This is the first negative savings rate in the U.S. since the Great Depression. America, we must change our behavior. We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck 
on the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I can't believe that we're in our final segment here with Bill Crawford uh, talking about life from the top of the mind and We've already covered some excellent strategies to help you break out of the stress mode using the model of the brain, breathing, relaxing, asking, imagining, and noticing the change, then moving into the uh, new, um, you know, upper part of the mind where we can have clarity and confidence, creativity. And, Ken, I know you wanted to uh, cover a point before I we do, go into I do. Bill, this is critical because it follows up the last point you made, having to do with uh, teaching a child uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening to this show, think carefully about not only what we're saying, but think about your children. Think about your grandchildren. Think about the future of our country, the future of our world. And my thought is this. Bill, when we talk about job search at total system, we teach people how to achieve better job, better pay, better life, or double, triple, or quadruple or compensation package. But what we're saying to people is this. When you learn the system, you're not only learning it for yourself, but you're learning it for your family. Read the book, learn the system, go home at night, turn off the TV, turn off the video games, and sit as a family and learn both your book, uh, having to do with overcoming stress, and our book on better job, better pay, better life, and teach them the system because what you're doing is passing on the legacy of excellence. You're passing on a legacy of achieving better job, better pay, better life, so that when your children and their children and their children get into an economic situation or get into a chaotic situation, they always have a system that allows them to get out of it. So they learn how to excel. They learn how to set goals. They learn how to get out of any difficult situation and succeed and excel. Bill, your thoughts? Absolutely. And it's something that Cheryl mentioned at the very beginning. You know, I actually learned about helping people by watching my mom and dad work through in the program of AA. I think anytime we're interacting with a child, or even when we're not, we're actually teaching them something. And one of the best things we can do is to learn how to be more influential in our lives so that our children watch someone who is more influential in their lives and accessing these qualities and characteristics. 
It's one of the reasons why I talk about not only just how to shift to the top of the mind, but how to stay there and bring this to all aspects of life, including interacting with your, your wife, your husband, your child, etc., etc. So important. And so we have the other model, which really empowers people. Let's go through that power model quickly. Okay. And obviously we're doing this really quickly, so don't worry about this if this seems a little overwhelming as we get into it because it's designed, you know, in the book and the seminars. So the first step in this power model is purpose. We want to make sure we're doing things deliberately on purpose and using those four questions. The second step is our past. We want to look at our habits, our thoughts, our old habitual ways, and ask those four questions. Are they working for us? Would we teach them to someone we love? The third one brings in that concept of serenity. It's called the wisdom of serenity, so that we're making sure we are engaging what we can change and not just banging our heads up against some person or situation that we can't influence. The fourth one has to do with the energy we choose. If we try to deal with life through stress, frustration, anger, if we try to wait until it gets bad enough to motivate ourselves to do something, we're being motivated through that lower part of the brain. And while it can motivate us initially, it will keep us stuck because that's where that stuck feeling comes from. And again, it has to do with our fear. The last step in the model is the ability to respond, or what I call responsibility, so that we don't wait for some situation or person to change before we begin to engage life in this very purposeful way. So because I like my models to spell things, purpose, our past, the wisdom of serenity, serenity, the energy we used, and responsibility spells power, and you put it together, and it's about using our brain power in order to engage life in this very purposeful way. And essentially that um, uh, is very consistent, again, with our cycle of success bill, where we're helping people look at the concept of linkage and building psychological leverage by taking the process we give them for job search or for career change and uh, using that model to go step-by-step, linking those steps together in order to achieve their success, and it takes responsibility in order to do that. Now, just quickly, before we close the show, one of the greatest sources of stress in people's lives are dealing with people. So what is your recommendation as that final kind of sophisticated level of of operating from the top of the mind? Can you um, just encourage people in that area. Sure. And in the book, as I mentioned, it is developmental in nature, which means it starts simple, it starts easy, it goes to more complex. So part one is the brain, part two is the power. After part one and part two, I suggest people to put the book down (laughs) for a couple of weeks and practice this because dealing with people is one of the more challenging things we will ever do, partly because it's our brainstem and their brainstem that's engaged. So what I do in part three of the book is I show them how to engage people who are resistant and are upset or being difficult in some ways in a way that doesn't drive them deeper into that resistant brain, but actually allows you to, in a sense, go there and lead them out of there, lead them from that resistant brain to the receptive brain where you can actually influence who and how they are with you, which is very different than having them defend the very behavior you want them to change. You know, one of the thoughts that I have has to do with uh, this whole show and to our guests listening. I know you're sitting there and saying, holy mackerel, such two great concepts. You know, can't we do them both? And that was the point we were talking about during break. It seems to me that what you're doing and saying is absolutely on the money, what we're doing and saying is absolutely on the money, 
our system allows them, for those who don't have a job, to get a job, better job, better pay, better life. Those who are dissatisfied, same thing. It seems to me that working together in both areas is a win-win proposition for our audience. Absolutely. One of the things I love to do is partner with professionals such as yourself who have wonderful information for people. What I believe my method and model can do is to help them utilize your system so much more effectively, get into it quicker, have results happen quicker, um, and then pretty much tra- take what they've learned from my system and your system and take it into the rest of their lives. Well, Perfect. we just have a few seconds here, Bill, so tell everyone where they can get a hold of your book and your newsletter, which I highly recommend to everyone. Thanks. Uh, the easiest place is my website, and that's real easy. It's www, of course, billcphd.com, B-I-L-L-C, as in Crawford, Ph.D. is in Doctor of Philosophy, Ph.D.com. There you can go to the store, you can buy the book, it's real easy, but you can also sign up for the complimentary weekly newsletter where I take one of my favorite quotes and give you two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote to life, and it's always from this top-of-the-mind perspective. So once well, thank got... you very much, Bill. We're going to have to close out the show here. It's been great. We appreciate your being here. Join us next week for another great show. Bill, thank you so much. Hang on for a few seconds when we're done. I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. Will do. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.